White Rocket Entertainment, podcast number 500, which is kind of the point of this whole episode. 10, 9, 8, 7, ignition sequence started, all engines are started, we have ignition, 2, 1, 0, we have a liftoff, we have a liftoff and it's lighting up the area, it's just like daylight here at Kennedy Space Center, it's the second time, it's moving off the path, it is now clear to the top. Welcome to the 500th episode of anything, pretty much, a caveat here or there, White Rocket Entertainment Network. I am the founder of the network, Van Allen Plexico, and I'm joined here, I'm joined, I am joined here today by several of our current hosts of our various shows. We have John coming along shortly, he's having technical problems. Long-time listeners to the AU Wishbone know how that goes, that we often have all kinds of various technical issues with uh, getting John and me working at the same time. But he's coming along. and uh, But in the meantime, we are joined by several of our sh- show hosts, because I will, I will introduce or allow them to introduce each other in one moment, but I'll point out our shows, incl- and re- correct me if I'm forgetting anything, we have the original two, the AU Wishbone and the White Rocket Podcast, which was when I wanted to talk about football and when I wanted to talk about anything else but football. And then we have On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast, which is the other one that has its own channel nowadays. And then there's Comics with Normies that Jared does with various people that he ambushes with comics. There is Open Wheel that Alan and I do about racing and racing movies both. And there is Avengers Assemble, which I do with various guests from here, here and there about comics, movies related to the Avengers and Marvel. So let me uh, go around and, and just if you guys want to say a, a word of introduction and welcome. Jerry, let's start with you. I think you've been around the longest of this crew. I'm John Ringer. <laughs> 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 the most famous three words uh, on the network. That's right. No, I'm not. I'm not John Ringer. Uh, I am, of course, Jared Ulrich, the yard sale artist. Um, yes, I, uh, I would say the, my biggest contribution to the network is on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. I, uh, I, I don't tell anybody, but I run the Twitter account, and uh, <laughs> I, uh, I host the Rogue Agents, formerly known as the Rookie Agents. I do uh, another show with Alan that I'll let him talk about, and I've been doing my James Bond video game documentaries, and I did the, the uh, dramatic reading of the Find Your Fate James Bond novel, which was a lot of fun. But uh, those are those are the, the main things that I bring, um, and I enjoy doing it. You mentioned comics with normies. I guess you might have been the last snow van, but I had to kill that show about two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, here's what happened. Uh, just so everybody listening can get the full picture. So I was doing the show where I would surprise uh, people. Well, surprise is a strong word. I'd ask people who don't read comics to read a comic, and then we talk about it. And I kind of exhausted uh, my local area friends who weren't comic book nerds because. I, I, was, I want to be very clear. I have a lot of friends. Okay, I have a lot of friends. Do you? So, so, so you got both of them. Huh? So yeah, uh, my non-comic friends, I exhaust them. So I went to the internet and I started, you know, hey, who wants to be on the show? And then people would say, I do, and I'd send them a picture of some comics. I say, pick one. They pick it. I'd read it. I'd mail it to them, and I'd never hear from them again. And that happened one, two, three, four times in a row. 
And I was like, I, I can't get shows made. People are just stealing my comics. So, <laughs> just which, is weird, which is weird because I let the people keep the comic anyway after they've done, after they've, uh, done the show. But, uh, yeah, so they just kept disappearing. So until there's some fix for that, yeah, comics with normies. You and know, that depressing. One. If it's a Chris Claremont issue, they might still be reading it. <laughs> <laughs> or Roy Thomas, or honestly. Or selected because it's double size. <laughs> Those Roy Thomas ones are pretty yeah, no. dense too, man. You got a you got a lot of words, <laughs> little tiny pictures, a lot of words there. All right. So anyway, yeah, um, yeah, basically Bond stuff. And I saved the one thing to talk about the past to Alan. So if you don't mind, Ben, I'll just yeah, it pass it on over to Alan. Okay, great. Um, yeah, as uh, Van mentioned, uh, Van and I do the Open Wheel show on the main White Rocket uh, network with uh, where we talk about motorsports, mainly Formula One and IndyCar, and have also recently, when there was no racing, branched into reviewing various racing movies. So uh, I guess now we're going to do, be doing both, talking about the actual racing and um, the movies going forward. Though I've got a real stinker for Van Up next one, so we've got to figure out a date, make him watch that one. I seem to be getting a reputation of making people watch really bad movies on this network. <laughs> okay, Connery. <laughs> okay, I got to know, what's the, what's the upcoming stinker? Driven. Sylvester oh, Stallone's yeah. racing movie. Yeah. I like Slice Stallone, but the movie itself is a little... Hey, yeah, anyway. A little. Okay. Anyway, that's a whole other show. Yeah. That's a whole other show. Um, and that's a whole other show. Yeah. And then, uh, as uh, Jared mentioned, I'm also hang out on the uh, on a Majesty Secret Podcast Network, uh, where with Van we've been reviewing um, the various movies. Um, I think we've done all 24 of the mainstream movies, plus Never Say Never, and I made him watch Casino Royale '67. So nice. keeping the streak going there. Um, and we've just started moving. Well, we're waiting for the interminable wait of No Time to Die to eventually be released, if it ever is. Uh, we've just started doing some career retrospectives on the various Bond actors. Um, I'm a little worried now that about us if we do a Timothy Dalton one, um, because we did the Sean Connery one, and then two two weeks later, he kicked oh, the Oh gosh! So <laughs> wow, yeah. So we're uh, not the, surely we're not the kiss yeah, of death, Alan. So, I don't I don't think so. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> the I mean, Grim Reaper's already gone, so we were, we're safe with the next one, but I'm worried about the ones after that. I think we're um, worried about the addition of the beast. Go ahead, Jared. I'm sorry. Oh, I was making a joke. I just uh, I thought he was worried about having to watch the beautician and the beast. <laughs> oh, Double's joke was probably funnier. Go ahead, Double. <laughs> no, I just said stay away from Shirley Bassey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we won't do a Shirley Bassey retrospective. Yeah, really. Um, leave, uh, the, leave, leave that yeah. woman alone. Uh, okay. Uh, and the show that J- uh, Jared was hinting at is our Bond music uh, review show, Six of the Best, where we look at all the various uh, soundtracks uh, from the various Bond uh, movies. And I think we were up to next up, I think, is The World Is Not Enough. So we're, we're getting towards the end pretty rapidly. So um, really enjoy that show. And I also enjoy my occasional... No, do I enjoy? I <laughs> occasionally get roped into the odd episode of Rogue Agents as well. So. <laughs> uh, he exposed his feelings there. <laughs> Oops, it was that. <laughs> but he keeps coming back. <laughs> All right, is it... Uh, We're like an abusive mouse. We, we just say, this time it'll be different, Alan. This time it'll be different. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. No, no, it never is. <laughs> All right, Jason, I think you're up. Well, Jason. thanks, Van. Yeah, I started off as a listener to Van and his various shows when Jared started his comics with Normies. Uh, I subscribed to that and then kind of found myself listening to a whole bunch of Van shows. Uh, One of the surprising ones that I really enjoyed that I 
wouldn't have thought I would were the were the racing podcasts. I've never been a never been a fan of the sport. Never really watched you know NASCAR, or Formula One, or any of the racing networks. Which is strange because it was from Indiana, so you would think, but never caught on with me. Hmm. But uh, no, those episodes are really entertaining and really fun, and and kind of got me uh, interested. So um, mission accomplished, fellas. So I started off as a listener there, then went to, um, and then uh, ended up being a co-host with Jared on uh, Rookie Agents, which is now Rogue Agents, and uh, having a good time doing that. So uh, just uh, uh, proud to be a member of the show, and happy 500th, Van. You don't look a day over 450. <laughs> oh, I feel it, though. All right, Delvin, what's up? How's the, uh, tell us about uh, your connection and everything. I'm trying to remember which one came first. And I, I think somehow Jared got, um, he and I roped on an AU wishbone and we came on oh, yeah. and did some talking there. And I remember having, uh, some of my Auburn buddies, like I was just listening to wishbone and I heard you on there. I'm like, yeah, uh, life finds a way. Right. It's, it was <laughs> a crazy happenstance that happened there. And then somehow Jared, was like, hey, yeah, let's let's watch like this one James Bond movie, and, <laughs> and, and, and review it. What? And then it's like, yeah, we're watching all twenty four. Like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so next thing I know, that I'm I'm roped in on uh, the Bond universe there. So uh, the whole White Rocket Entertainment experience for me has been uh, uh, being drug along uh, happily to uh, parts of. Uh, my nerddom and my geekdom and the things that uh, I didn't even know that I had a like in uh, that I now do have a like for. So it, it's been a uh, a very good experience. And then you also get to meet new friends and buddies, too. And that's also good, too. Absolutely. I keep trying to get John in here, by the way, and he pops up and then his computer messes up. So... For those of you who are big uh, Wishbone fans and, and White Rocket, when John and I talk about things like Game of Thrones and all, I'm trying to get John on here. We're just having technical issues with him. Let's see. Oh, no, it did it again. It pops up, and there's John, and then I go to click on it, and it, it dies. So, oh, I'm going to try to... Oh, see, he's... It's I'm, like he's, he's there. I'm here. Ah! He's hey! here. I, nobody move. Everybody hold still. Nobody breathe. John. It's Sunday for the computer, too, so I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, John, are, do you have video or are you, are you audio only? I, I, I had video plugged in. You know, this software has decided not to recognize it right now, and I'm trying okay. to figure out why. But well, for the for the podcast, that's fine. The this is just for this is just going out live to a few people that are that happen to be watching. You know, didn't even I didn't advertise it or anything, so it's just catch as catch can. But for the podcast, that's fine. So don't worry about it. So tell we were just kind of going around the horn. You're the last one now. So you're right on time, really, in some ways. Um, everybody just kind of introduced themselves and kind of how they ended up being part of White Rocket Podcast. So tell, tell the folks who you are that may not know and how you got into this. Sure. My name is John Ringer. Um, how did I get into this? Uh, <laughs> Van and I went to Auburn together, and um, we were all... No! 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 <laughs> I tried to turn the camera on, so I'm yeah. not going to do that again. Don't, don't so, do that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not touching anything. So, Just, so no, Van and I went to Auburn together. We were always talking about football anyway, and and popular culture stuff, books and movies and everything else. And so, yeah, we were 
writing about Auburn football stuff or a, a website for Auburn and for other stuff. And eventually we were like, hey, we should do a podcast because our thing is always like we'd be having this conversation anyway, probably like a lot of these other things. You'd be talking about this stuff anyhow, even if we didn't have a podcast about it, whether it was, you know, racing or comic books or anything else. And so that's how we settled down and started doing it. We started recording the wishbone in 2012. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> and a bunch of a long time ago and a bunch of did a bunch of popular culture stuff since then for white rocket game of Thrones and other stuff. So, Happy to happy to be here and apologize for being late. It's it's kind of hey, funny how Auburn football show through 2012. You can do anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that those first few episodes were brutal. We were doing our best to make it as good as we can, but we picked the worst year in Auburn football history to start our show. Um, I just want to say I, I just love how as we go around, everybody's like, "Yeah, I got dragged into this." It's like everybody's answer was, "Yeah, I got dragged into." It. <laughs> Nobody's like, "Oh, I couldn't wait." They're all like, "Oh, I got my arm twisted and I got dragged in," and all. I'm like, "Great guys, that's awesome. I'm so glad you're all so happy to be here." But um, no, but but uh, I got to tell. So let me let me explain the numbering real quick. I'm not going to spend 20 seconds on this. The, the deal with the numbering is we've actually produced in our overall network more than 500 episodes. I am aware of this however i can't keep up with everything everybody's doing there's just no way so what i've been doing is keeping track of the ones that i was on or produced so those are the ones that have gotten the numbers so this is like probably uh 40 percent this is probably 45 percent au wishbone 40 to 45 percent white rocket podcast in some form and and 10 to 15 percent everything else including I and mean, the bond shows have been catching up certainly alan and i've done a bunch of those in addition to you know the other stuff but but i mean when you throw in all the bond shows i had nothing to do with we're probably around 600 now honestly but i gotta pick some way you know i gotta count somehow and so just arbitrarily that got us to 500 so we're at 500 all right so uh it really doesn't matter we've done a heck of a lot of shows yeah. A lot. You don't, That's a lot. you don't have facts to back that up. I, I, I don't have the soundboard up because it just wouldn't <laughs> seem right. Here, but we got enough people without that too, right? But yes, I don't have facts to back it up, but uh, I'm going to blame myself, as they say. So our shows are the AU Wishbone podcast, the White Rocket podcast, Honor Majesty's Secret podcast, comics. Well, we don't do comics with Normans anymore, right? Uh, Open Wheel, Avengers Assemble. Uh, Jared, we need a new comic show. We got to come up with a new comic show. I mean, well, you guys do um, for your other network. You do comic shows, though, so you kind of got that covered mm-hmm. anyway. T- tell yep. tell the folks real quick about your other network. I don't want to, you know, totally wall you guys off from the thing y'all do. Just to no, ever, no problem. Drop uh, an I'll ad. speak for everyone. <laughs> drop an ad for the other network. As usual, Delvin Jason and I and our friend Pat, who unfortunately couldn't uh, be with us here today, uh, Pat actually founded the Long Box Crusade Podcast Network, and. Um, it's very similar uh, to White Rocket, and then it's a bunch of cool guys talking about nerdy stuff. Uh, but yeah, we do a lot of comic book shows, action film shows. So uh, we talk about Transformers, we talk about GI Joe comics, Transformers comics, <laughs> um, old movies and TV shows. So yeah, that's the Long Box Crusade Network. Uh, but you know what? You're right, Van. We do need to we do need to find a replacement for comics with Norm. You know what we need to bring back, Van? You know what I'm about to say? We need to bring back. The Babylon 5 Quantum Leap Tennis Match Show. We need to do it. I was enjoying that. We just had so many other things come along that yeah, we kind of got... Things went nuts. Kind of got off of the radar a little bit. But yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. I we were doing... I hoping that the next podcast will be the next podcast home. 
<laughs> Thanks, Jason. <laughs> oh, jokes. Maybe we should put it out to the listeners, man. Well, what, you what know, kind of comic book show would they like? The the White Rocket podcast is our last best hope for a Babylon Five Quantum Leap podcast. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I want to kind of go around and see uh, a couple of questions for you guys. So first up, and I'm going to start around. Uh, let's see, let's start with John this time in the bottom left. Um, what has been your favorite? one or two things about doing these podcasts over the last, we'll, we'll just go ahead and say 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. So really we're going up on eight, nine, not yeah Eight going up on nine. Cause right. we started early and well, we started kind of in the middle of 12. It's been a little over eight. So we'll say a little over eight years. So John, what's been kind of your one or two favorite things about doing this, this crazy kind of stuff. I, one of the, my favorite things is just that it, you know, that the listeners appreciate it and you hear from them and they're like, Hey, I, that, you know, I appreciated that, you know, that I, it was good to have something to, you know, uh, to make me think and, um, to help me get through my day. And so I, I like that part of it. Um, uh, and then, and then as part of that kind of meeting, all meeting all of you and meeting all, you know, all the other people that we've met through the podcast, I think that's a big piece of it. But then also I think, I think about a couple of specific episodes we did over the years that were really fun. I mean, I think the match game witchbone episode was a Hall of Famer yeah. that Van spent a bunch of time and effort on. That was a great episode, oh, and uh, so. and we believe, man, those. Yes, yes, and I, that's one I think I'm I'm very proud of. I think it did a great job on the production side with those, and I think that's something that people can listen to for years to come. Yeah, so. cool. Delvin, what's a couple of things? One or two things that you've uh, that don't make you wish you hadn't ever gotten near any of this. <laughs> I'm constantly amazed by the cult of personality that happens with podcasts because you put out shows and you don't know if anyone's going to listen to them. And then all of a sudden three or four people do listen to them and they give you feedback and you're like, you actually took time to listen to something that you know, I produce. That's actually kind of cool. And then Sometimes you meet some of these people in person and then they become these positive interactions. And and so th that's the best part about it to me. I mean, of course, getting to talk about things that you like or things that you've grown to like with your friends, that's cool, too. And that's the start of it. But getting to see that there are other people who listen in to what you're doing and they actually gain some enjoyment for it and you actually get to meet them sometimes and and get to meet some people you may never have met in any other circumstance. That's what I like the best. Jason, what do you think? Well, I love James Bond. I've always loved James Bond. And uh, just the opportunity to do the uh, Rookie Agents and now the Rogue Agents show has been a lot of fun. I mean, James Bond was such a big part of my growing up and Jared's growing up. Uh, it was always part of um, our household there were times at night when we shared a room together where we just tell make up James Bond stories and tell James Bond stories till we fell asleep. And this really kind of reminds me, takes me back to that that time. And what was really fun about Rookie Agents, uh, I just had a blast with it, was the fact that Pat and Delvin hadn't watched the movies before. You can't really swing a dead cat around the podcast verse without hitting a James Bond show of some sort. But I really thought that the rookie agents had just kind of this unique, fun flavor. It was almost, it, it's as close as I can get to seeing the films again for the first time. And uh, just to, to hear Delvin and, and Pat's take on these Bond films, um, but just, it was kind of, 
I don't think magical is too hyperbolic, <laughs> hyperbolic of a word to use for it. I think it was a, it was a really magical and fun experience, and I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Alan, what do you think? Two couple of things that you've enjoyed the most. Okay, um, Connery with the rogue agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the ones that uh, didn't quite make that uh, rookie agent status. Yeah, I'm, I'm making I'm making Van Watch Casino Royale '67. Um, <laughs> I am did. Actually, I would say one of the best things is getting to know you guys over the last four years. I was looking back. December 2016 was the first time that I did a podcast with Van, I think. It was an open wheel one, and then we got into the Bond stuff. So getting to know you guys over the four years. Jared accepted, of course. But, um, <laughs> you know. Of course. Um, goes without saying. <laughs> yeah, it goes without saying. That That's one thing. I will say the other thing is actually just podcasting in general. If four years ago you'd have told me that I'd be spending several nights most weeks either podcasting or podcast on other people's podcasts and now i'm even learning how to do the production side jared's actually trying to teach me how to produce podcasts and do the editing so um and the fact that you know i'm even podcasting now in my day job so um wow yeah, it's just yeah you might not have wanted to let van know that okay. <laughs> <laughs> a strategic move uh, um but uh, yeah so it, it, for me it's 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 getting to know you guys as Delvin said, just the amazing feedback that you get from folks. You know, I was talking to somebody here in Austin the, the other week, and we were talking about James Bond stuff, and he quoted the, the podcast back to me. I'm like, oh, you listen to it? I, I had no idea that you even listened to my podcast. So, that, you know, that was that was cool. Um, and then just learn, learning, some, learning a whole new creative uh, outlet, new skills. I think it's really cool. So Thanks. thank you, Van, for... <laughs> Reaching out four years ago and saying, do you want to talk about Formula One and IndyCar? So. That's awesome. That is really cool. All right, Jared. What's been uh, great and memorable for you over the last few years? Well, uh, same thing as everybody else said, really. Uh, getting to know everyone. Uh, I, I jotted down some highlights since I knew I was going last. And some of the highlights just for me personally were um, getting to podcast with uh, Raymond Benson. That's, uh, that was a dream come true. Uh, for me, I think Alan was there also. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> <Nuts>. <laughs> who was that other guy? I have no idea. Who it was. I think it was Alan. No, actually, I've really enjoyed uh, the developing friendship, the best friendship I have with Alan, whether he wants it or not. And uh, I've, I'm particularly proud of the video game documentary that is in process. Um, I'm just uh, really uh, glad to kind of find my niche in the Bond universe. And so that's been fun. My most favorite episode that we've done for the network would be the rookie agents graduation episode. Uh, I go back and listen to it frequently. It just, it's like what Jason said. I'm just uh, so proud to have done it uh, with my closest friends. And um, I think that shows through when you listen to the episode. I think you can tell that it was a, it was a journey um, that uh, was well remembered by all who, who took part in it. And then finally, and I know I've talked about this with Delvin and Jason and, and Pat before too. It's just, I'm often flabbergasted at the world wide contacts we've made through the show we've got a listener an active listener engaging listener from south africa and uh, canada i interviewed a guy in colombia for the documentary i interviewed a guy in argentina for the documentary a bunch of folks in england it's just uh, of course uh, the the um where, don, the, heck, don, is where the hell don Zuderman's from no, oh <laughs> 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 uh, we got yeah don Zuderman and his crew up there in uh the Netherlands, right? They're in the Netherlands. <laughs> okay. We've, we've gotten it wrong so many times, it's hard to remember, right? But bottom line is just the global connections that we've made 
uh, through just having fun, you know, and uh, I, I'm just glad to be part of it. I'm glad I forced my friendship upon you about four or five years ago, Van, and uh, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was like this the the cat with the skunk, you know. I was like, and I could never get away. Here you here you come, <laughs> and I just kept kissing him and kissing him. Whoa, it's a weird whoa, story. Whoa, <laughs> oh man, story, so beautiful. But, but you know what, no, I, I want to tell the Jared and Van origin story in its in its shortest possible version. I got to know Van on Twitter. I saw that he was a writer of books that were pretty cool. I said, hey, have you ever thought about making comics? And he went, yeah. And that's how we became <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and then we found out all kind of crazy things like we were both from Alabama or you were in Alabama and I'm mm-hmm. from Alabama and we had Auburn connections and yeah. like your birthday and my wife's birthday are exactly the same. Is that not correct? Yeah, it's just yep. that's correct. all that's these correct. crazy, crazy things. So yeah, far out. And then eventually, you know, the Helsinki syndrome something or whatever and i said i can't i can't get away from him i might as well embrace him back so here we are um there's no uh, point living if you can't feel alive man i guess i guess i yeah exactly that was i know that reference i am a bond guy um it's been interesting to me to discover that there are so many people out there that are way bigger james bond experts than i ever thought about being because in my daily life, I'm like a thousand times a bigger James Bond expert than anybody I ever encounter. And then I get around you guys and, and some of the others, and I'm just like the kindergartner, you know? So it's just, it's always, everything is relative, you know what I mean? Everything is relative. And so um, I think that's one of the things I like about the White Rocket podcast is I've never had to be super, super deep at a lot of things. It's it's a it's a literal mile wide and inch deep because we can talk about anything and just kind of talk about what we want to talk about it and we never have to go be like super super deep. But it was neat to to create Honor Majesties as like the where we could be a mile deep on one topic, you know, because we have a football show that goes eight miles deep on Auburn football. Good lord, it's nice to have at least, you know at least one other show where we really do dig deep 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 it's hard to imagine anybody could dig any deeper on james bond than than our shows do you know i can't imagine that that that's possible i know there are a lot of others that do it but i don't i can't imagine it's possible to to go deeper than that i think as far as me um my favorite probably things one is yeah it's it's not just getting to meet and make friends with all these people but you know especially with the white rocket show over the years because on the one hand you know, with the AU Wishbone, it's pretty much the same folks. We have occasional guests, but it's pretty much John and me just, you know, talking about the latest, you know, Auburn stuff. But like over on the White Rocket show, over the years, and, and none of them are present really, uh, but I've had so many guests on there. I mean, John's been on there some, Jared's been on there, Alan's been on there, but also like Jim Yelton's done a bunch of shows. And uh, I've had Keith DeCandido on there. I've had, I mean, just about anybody you can think of that you encounter on social media, I've had on like one episode or more of the White Rocket Show to talk about something that they are kind of an expert in. And over these eight years, I've talked to a lot. I mean, Graham McNeil came on. That was awesome. Um, Just so many people that are real experts in their field and that love their field and getting to kind of share that love uh, with them has been really awesome. The other thing, though, in regards to like the AU Wishbone, is that what's been incredible to me is is how popular it's gotten. Because like when John and I go and do our occasional live show in Auburn, all day people are coming up to us like, 
you're John and Van. You're the AU Wishbone. Oh, I listen to it all the time. And it's like all day. And that has just blown my mind. John, t- t- just take a second and talk about that. Like when we did our two live shows down there, how mind-blowing was it to you? Like it was it was it like it was to me to be recognized by people like that? It just is crazy. It was it was uh, shocking, I guess. And, and, and it also, but it, it's like a lot of the stuff we talked about, it, uh, like Alan was talking about interacting with people, it makes it, rewarding and it feeds you going back and doing it again and, and doing more podcast. Um, so, um, you know, sometimes, it, you know, we all have other things going on in our lives and other things we need to be doing and, and that kind of stuff. And so sometimes it's a challenge and it's a, uh, yeah. you, you know, you have to really focus and put everything else aside uh, on what you're spo- on what you're doing and with the podcast. And, um, you know, when you interact with people that enjoy it, that's, it's rewarding. And it's like, Oh yeah, that's why we do that. Yeah, I don't get to do nearly as many shows as I'd like to. I mean, if I had unlimited time, uh, Jared and I would be doing the Babylon 5 and, and uh, Quantum Leap show all the time. We'd already be done with it, probably, honestly, at this point. And Al- Alan and I would have found another topic to get into besides just the ones we already do. And I'd have something going on with with, uh, with Delvin and Jason, too. I'm sure we would find something. And there's others, too, that I'd like to do. But there's just not enough hours. I would be on you guys' shows more because you invite me plenty, and I appreciate that a lot. I'm just, with everything else I do, I'm, it's hard for me to, to carve out you know even more hours from the week. So it's really trying to find that balance, which is difficult. By the way, Delvin, i got to thank you because you really saved John and my bacon to a large degree Last fall, we had a guest, uh, like uh, I think it was Brandon Marcello, lined up to come on our live video show, and he didn't show up. And I, I basically grabbed you and shanghaied you out of the audience <laughs> to sit down and be our, you know, our commentator and our an- analyst. And you were great. They were great. And everybody loved oh, it. We could have had Brandon Marcello. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so there was wrong. there was a consolation prize. I mean, they they pulled someone from the audience because it's like I'm just gonna go show support here, and it's like Delvin coming up. I'm like, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> he had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Sit down here, Delvin. Sit down. I don't know who this Arcelo fellow is, but you should have started with Delvin. <laughs> oh yeah, lesson learned lesson for sure. Here. Lesson learned for sure, yeah. And Delvin was great, so I appreciated that. And it was really good. Um, let me go around again. I want to know, I may have kind of touched on this a little bit already. Let me start with Jared this time. What's been your maybe biggest frustration in the podcasting game over the last uh, several years that you've done it? Who's not here? Losing your character. <laughs> 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 My biggest you know, Pat's fr- probably going to listen to this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, uh, my biggest frustration is that has also become my biggest victory. Actually, let me start with a, with a joke bit first. My biggest frustration <laughs> was all the years that John wouldn't read my questions on Wishbone. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> with the joke aside, my greatest frustration in podcasting uh, has become what I consider my greatest victory. Um, scheduling. Scheduling is really, really hard when you run a show with four people like we do on the Longbox Crusade. Is a constant four and usually an additional guest here and there. So we're running four or five. And and trying to make everybody's schedules fit was the most frustrating thing. Uh, but we turned that into a victory by getting together as a team. So if you're out if, if you're out there listening, take notes, everybody. If you if you want to podcast with a group, we we just made a calendar and we said, This is when we're gonna record, this is the topic, this is the day, this is the time. If you can't make it, no one's gonna have their feelings hurt, life happens, but this is when we're doing it. 
And that made all the difference in the world. All the frustration that we had with one another about can't come to this, I can't be at that, blah, 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 all went away. We've all stuck to the schedule really well, and it and uh, it, it runs really, really smoothly. So in, in a way, you kind of have to be uh, hard about it. But uh, once you develop that, it, it, it pays off well worth its weight in gold. That's Jared, right. there's a calendar? Son of a mother. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to ask. And this no, is what they always do to me. When we're texting, I'm always like, hey, guys, this is what's next on the calendar. Right, so how, go, what's how the calendar? Come, how come every time I'm on the show, Jason forgets what day it is? <laughs> well, there are still there are still bugs to work out. <laughs> they I'm the I'm the talent. They just they work around me. That's how that is. Oh, that's it. No that's brown M and M's. No brown M and M's in the This is the Diana Ross of the show. So, uh, but no, that the biggest frustration was scheduling. But now that we've defeated that, and I'm not kidding, folks. Our calendar right now goes all the way out until August of next year. I can say <laughs> what we're going to record, Great. when, what the topic is. All the way until August of next year, and and it has just been so much easier and relieved relieved a lot of stress. That's awesome, Alan. Frustration. Um, I guess frustra- frustration has turned into understanding. I mean, obviously, there's working with Jared. I mean, there we go. Do those guys. Um, but uh, no, it, my original frustration was just wondering sometimes why it took so long between recording something and it turning up on. You know, on the feed, because um, I had no really idea how this stuff worked in the background. I just turn up, talk shit for an hour, and you know, <laughs> then wonder why it wasn't on iTunes the following day. Um, <laughs> but I've learned a lot. Like I said, I've learned a lot over the last four four years, and now I'm actually trying to put together my own podcast show and got one episode in the can, and trying to edit the second show and really understanding what it takes and the details of doing it. So uh, that's. It, again, turn the frustration into a learning experience, and uh, it's 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 been cool. So, yeah. yeah Joseph Iliff says editing is hard, right? Yes. Yeah, editing's hard. Yeah, you're right. Jeff. Yes. 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 This is uh, Alan. This is why when we do the AU Wishbone and I we and John and I do it, uh, we record it Monday nights, which for him is even later than me on the East Coast. We do it. We're usually on from like eight to nine thirty my time. And so I have to go to bed. I have to get up at like four thirty, five o'clock on the on the next morning. And so what I've got it down to now is I can uh, I have the beginning and the end, and I just do a few tweaks to our hour hour and a half long middle. Slap the beginning on, slap the end on, and save it, and off it goes. Because there's just I mean if I had to if I had to put the same amount of work into the wishbone that I do into basically anything else, like the ones that you and I do that have like a movie, movie trailer stuff in it and all that. See, I used to do that with the wishbone and it would take a couple of days to edit. And I just, I feel like timely is more important with a show like that. So I've got it to where that thing can get out the door fast, usually before I, you know, I'm, I'm in bed about 11:30. But uh, yeah, anything else, like again, the shows that you and I do tend to take a lot more post-production. That's why there's a delay on those. If we if we were doing like um, something that was very very timely, I would just have it whittled down to a to a quick turnaround. I think, but uh, I like to put in as much as I can. Uh, there's just no way to do that with our weekly show. Um, Jason, what is your main frustration with podcasting, or has been? Well, Jared talked a little bit about the calendar, and Alan talked about the editing. Uh, I'll expand on the editing a little bit. When I first started podcasting, I knew nothing about this. And and like Alan, I was like, well, we just podcasted this yesterday. Why am I not hearing it? 
you know. And Jared had to explain to me how much work goes into it and everything else. And in addition to the calendar, I think one of the things that have made us successful and had us enduring here for, you know, three plus years now is the fact that we all kind of started doing division of labor. Mm -hmm. Um, So if anybody out there is, you know, starting in the podcasting and Joseph, you know, put a comment up there, said editing is hard, right? Yeah. Editing is, is where the work goes into the show. The actual recording, that's the fun piece of it. The hanging out, talking about the stuff that you're passionate about. The work comes afterwards. And, uh, and even though that that's fun too, learning that stuff, it's a, it is a time commitment. That's where the calendar becomes important. And the one thing that I really took away from it is when you start dividing the labor and everybody starts, starts doing it, you start getting a little bit better in the podcasting because you start to learn as you clean audio and, and actually do the editing. Oh, these are my ticks. These are things that I'm doing that causes me time on the back end that I have to clean up. So you start to get rid of all the ums. You learn to talk a little slower. Think about what you're going to say. You realize that when you edit it, you can compress the time so it sounds normal. These are all things that I, I've learned along the way. So those the, those things that started frustrating me when I began really turned into strengths, like Jared said, as we divided the labor and we learned how to both be better podcasters and to start taking some of the pressure off of Pat and Jared as far as the editing was concerned. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's really good. I was gonna say I everything like I said, everything varies. The the wishbone I can turn around in twenty minutes in an in an evening. We believed the last the last episode of We Believed that covered basically every game from two thousand nine through two thousand twelve. I was editing hours a day on that for probably two or three months. It's just unbelievable mm. how much work goes into that because of all the, it's got so many interviews. I have I to go it. back and listen to, I have to go back and listen to hours of interviews to find the piece I want for this one thing. Then I got to go out and find like the highlights for this particular game, watch like the three hour game to find the audio I want or, or, or fast forward through it to find the audio I want for that one play I remember, you know, and then put it all together and oh my gosh. And then the music and then John and my commentary is so... Yeah, they you you can you can do a show very quickly, or you can do a show that takes a lot of time. There's a lot of a lot of, uh, but those are that's really good about the editing and everything. Uh, Delvin, what's I, your, I been want, your main? I oh, want to step on Delvin's turn real quick and just say <laughs> that uh, we believed is phenomenal. It is so good and so well done. It is what inspired me to do the James Bond video game thing. Awesome! Thank I you. wanted to do something at least in league with that, and I don't think I've got there. Because yours is far and away the best thing I've ever heard, but I think I've gotten close, and that makes me happy. Well, I appreciate that. And you I can agree. edit that part out later, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I do appreciate it. Delvin, what's been your big frustration? Well, we've been talking about a lot of the things that go into what makes a podcast, and so, I mean, I hope people are getting the idea that it's a it's a production. Like, it's, it's a whole thing, and it's not just people showing up to talk, and even though there's logistics behind getting two or three or four people to show up to talk. But then what I guess I want to talk about is the direction that your production is going to go. And on Longbox Crusade, and I hear it a lot on the White Rocket shows that I've listened to, that I like that the production is trending in a generally positive direction. Even on a football game that Auburn lost, it's not just, you know, an hour-long 
uh, violin solo of of sadness. It is okay. Look, here's some high notes. Here's some low notes. Here's a realistic direction we can take moving forward. And I think that means a lot. It's it's pretty easy out if you're putting something out in the uh, in the ether you know, to throw out something you know negative and everything. And and you know what? I think if you throw out negative stuff, you're probably going to get negative back. But if you actually throw out something that has some positivity and a little bit of love behind it, that that comes back to you, uh, which is, I think, why we're able to talk so much about the positive interactions we've gotten from people. Uh, so just that direction of production, you have to remember that yeah. um, that that's important. There's one more thing, like uh, one of one of my best friends from Auburn, he listened to like one of our shows and I think it was comic book related. And he's like, I really I, I, I'm not a comic book guy. I had no idea what you guys are talking about, but I love to hear you guys talk. And I think that's an excellent that's an excellent comment or um, a compliment because to hear that part of it just means that people can generally enjoy what you're saying, even if they don't fully understand what you're saying, if you just keep it in a meaningful, positive tone. No, I agree. And and that kind of that that kind of segues me to John. John, before you talk about your frustration of me keeping you up till eleven or twelve o'clock at night on a weeknight. And you know the funny thing about, about that, by the way, is that actually we've we've made this whole thing out of we do the show on Monday nights. It gives us time to kind of calm down from the high or the low of what happened on Saturday, and, and it's kind of good. But really, the real reason we moved from Sunday to Monday was that that my wife and I wanted to watch Game of Thrones on Sunday night instead of recording a podcast. It just worked out really well that we did that. So that's and then John and I of and course then did, you did a podcast on Game of Thrones. We so. did. We we we. It's funny. That's the probably the one topic we've done the most shows about that never had its own show. It was just like a lot of the White Rocket podcast was John and me talking about Game of Thrones. Because John said we were going to do like 24-hour coverage there for a while. But, but John, what I wanted to ask you was <laughs> to roll that over into what, what Delvin was saying. I feel like that that's what a lot of people tell us about the Wishbone Show is that, I don't know, it's always positive, but that we do try to be, I guess, constructive or something. What are your thoughts on, on kind of our attitude and how we go into that? Yeah, no, I really liked what Delvin said, and I think it's the approach we try to take is that we try to be positive and um, – you know, we're fans. We want to be hopeful, and in in all of the stuff that we talk about, we want it to be good, um, and we want things to work out well. And and sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. But I think the other thing is you can be objective about things and say this is how it is. You know, this is what the either what the data says or this is how I really feel about this. Uh, but then the other piece is you know, kind of in the long run, putting it in perspective for people and helping people talk through it and understand it whatever it is whether it's you know a, a disappointing auburn game or the ending of the game of thrones series you know <laughs> uh have, <laughs> helping people That's you know truth. work through those things and uh and and be okay with it i think is is important and i think it's a, a, a big part of what we do and kind of how we do it and so i really like that and 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 for some people it really is like a therapy kind of thing like they're you know maybe they live in a part of the country where they don't have other people to talk to about the things that they're interested in talking to people about, but they can hear us talk about them. Mm. And then it's like, they're having a conversation with people. Um, and, and the other thing I think is just as somebody who listens to a lot of other podcasts, I think there is a level of connection that you feel with hosts who podcast, even if you haven't met them before, when you listen to a lot of their podcasts, right? You feel uh, the the format allows for that, and so I think people really appreciate that. And uh, 
So I think that's important. And on the frustrating thing, I, you know, uh, I would say, we, like every podcast, we've had our share of technical difficulties over the years. And but one of the things that, I, that drives us both crazy, I mean, one of the things that I really appreciate is is you talk to everybody talk a lot about production, like Van's commitment to audio quality and high uh, quality audio. I think is a really important and really a strength. Yeah, and that's my frustration has been trying to get our technical stuff to work to cooperate for uh, for quite a long time. That our longtime listeners know that I bang my head on trying to get our audio as best it can be. You know, we've got better mics than we used to. We've got better computers than we used to. I got better software than I used to. I've got a whole. I, I even went out and got an Orbi system so that I'm beaming high quality. Um, Wi-Fi directly from my second story down here to the to the basement. I mean, Palatial White Rocket Studios, um, so that we could. I've done everything I can think of. I promise to make it as good as it can be, and it's still not the greatest. But I'm I keep fighting that fight. John, you said therapy, and we've heard that a lot with our AU Wishbone listeners. But I think it also applies to the Bond stuff. I think that there are a few Bond movies. And Alan, I want you to speak to this for just a second. I know you all could, but I want to get Alan's thoughts on this. Because you and I have done a lot of James Bond talk over the last couple of years. I think that a lot of that is therapy, right? There's Bond movies that when we first think of them, we kind of go, oh, uh, disappointing, whatever. But you and I have talked through them and found things to appreciate about all of them. Would you? How would you react to that? Yeah, yeah, I'd agree to that. And I think it also goes back to John's point, you know, with the, with the football games, you know, there's a positivity there that you guys are Auburn fans and you support Auburn whether they have a good game or a bad game. I think with the Bond things, and Jared and I have talked about this, you know, it doesn't matter what we say, we're still Bond fans. Right. Um, you know, we enjoy the whole thing. So even if we're ragging on a movie or a soundtrack or whatever, we're doing it within that sort of understanding that we actually really enjoy all this stuff. There's just occasional things that maybe are a little um, sort of on the downside. And by talking about it and sharing about it, um, actually – in a lot of cases, this helps us reevaluate it. Like, you know, I'm just going to do a couple of instances. Like, Van, when you and I talked about Quantum of Solace, which is a movie a lot of Bond fans drag on and hate, and you and I talked about it and how we thought it was actually underappreciated and where it fit, and it was a good fit. I actually had a friend of mine come up to me at the, the book club hangout thing that a bunch of us writers here in Austin do every month, and he said, you guys have made me reevaluate that movie. I'm going to go back and watch it because I listen to you guys. And, you know... They gave me a different perspective. Jerry talking about the Gold, the Goldeneye soundtrack the other, the other week, which is really, I think, you know, is the one that everybody hates. Um, and I actually think that was our best episode of Six of the Best that we put together and put out. And it got a lot of positive feedback of against people saying, yeah, there was nuggets in there. We understand the con Now we understand more the context of why it happened the way it did. And we can see some of the good in there, not just ragging on the fact that, it, you know, it, it wasn't a particularly suitable soundtrack for a bond movie but we can see why it happened the way it did so yeah i think uh, to that point i think there's a lot of therapy in just sharing and also um we learn a lot just prepping for these shows doing the re well i do the research jared doesn't um but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know doing the research for these shows and just digging into the stories is therapy for us and i think therapy for the for the readers um late uh, readers listeners um but it, i think it, underlining it all at the end of the day we're talking about these things because we love them so yeah i'm gonna i wanted to and that's again you guys are giving me such great um 
segues, and I'm going to go right to Jared about that because I, I have something I want to ask him. But first, because John's got to go in just a minute, we were a few minutes late, and then we had technical difficulties. I want to get as much out of John as I can before he has to go, and we'll wrap up in just a few minutes ourselves too because I know you guys got the show too. But I want to know this, John, because the last thing I was going to ask, I'll go ahead and ask you. Um, what should we be trying to accomplish in our next 500 episodes of our shows? Oh, good question. <laughs> um, I, I think, I mean, at a base level, continue what we're doing. I mean, find, like you were talking about, find new things to talk about, new intersections of things to talk about, and new ways to talk about them, and, and go forward with that. Um, you know, I'm, I look forward to it. I'm, I'm really interested in the, you know, the video game project Jared was talking about. I'm, I play a lot of video games, and I'm in for that. So I'm, you know, I'm uh, interested to see where the where things go, and also to you know to continue to expand the, what we talk about and and connect with new listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, you can, you hang around as long as you can, but I know you said you kind of have to go in a minute. So I just want to make sure I I got that from you. Um, and by the way, talking about the next 500 and what we can do, um, the the topic I'm thinking needs to be. Um, more than just a one-off, because Alan and I have done a one-off on this, but I'm thinking maybe um, we need to actually do like a mini-series or something, kind of the way we did the Bond movies, is The Mandalorian. I'm ready to do like multiple episode by episode. Alan, I'm sure you'll be up for that, right? Count me in for that one, yeah. All right, we'll... we'll I'm we'll... there too, Van, even though you didn't, didn't ask. I'll, <laughs> I'll be there. I'm asking everybody here, man. Come on. Good deal. I haven't seen Captain Corelli's Mandolin in a long time, but I'll I'll go back and rewatch it. Yeah, you do that, Jared. Rewatch that a couple times. Be prepared to talk about it. I, re- I recently watched the Star Wars Holiday Special, so Mandalorian by comparison has to be a million times better. Oh man! <laughs> All right, I got to do that. I've got to ask this, Delvin. Star Wars Holiday Special or Jane, uh, Casino Royale '67, which. I haven't seen Casino Royale 67. Oh, God. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay. I, I, missed it. I missed it when like our crew watched it. So I don't know. We didn't watch it. We it's, didn't watch that It's one. scheduled to happen in July. I told you. July. I made Jared put it on the list, you guys. It's coming. Oh, man. <laughs> yep, Alan made me do it. You just Thank you, don't know. <laughs> you just oh, don't boy. know what you're in for. All right, Jared, I got to hey, ask Van, you this. We, yeah. Van, we didn't make you watch OK Connery, so uh, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't push it too much. <laughs> and, and quickly changing the subject before Alan decides to, to try. Uh, you're already making me watch Driven. I mean, dear Lord, man, what are you trying to do to me? But, uh, but no, we were talking a minute ago about like the, the positivity and everything. And, and Jared, I know that's a very important thing to you. Could, could, could you speak for a couple of minutes? Because you know, you've pointed out to me multiple times in the past and kind of helped me give a, get a good... Um, perspective on it which was you said you know you can say good or bad things about whatever but you got to remember it's still it even the worst is still something we love so right right you know that that was definitely targeted especially at the james bond stuff um we, we like and i think alan alluded to this uh, when he when he talked about the music stuff as well you know you just got to remember that that everything especially bond is our favorite things, you know, even the quote unquote worst bond, you know, some people don't like die another day. Some people don't like Quantum of Solace. Some people don't like view to a kill, whatever. Even the worst of it is still better than about 75% of everything else that exists in my opinion. But the one thing, and, and if, if you're listening to the show again, if you're a podcaster and, and you want to be successful and positive, 
the one bit of advice I would give to you is treat everything like it's somebody's favorite thing. Yeah. Because it is. No matter what it is, no matter how much it's 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 generally hated by whatever committee, somebody out there is their favorite thing. So when you talk about it, talk about it with that in mind. It's okay to you know point out its flaws and stuff, but you don't have to sit there and just destroy it. There are far too many podcasts out there that already do that. There's a, there's a, a large segment of podcast land that is just lives to destroy things and tell you why it's crap, and I'm not interested. So somebody uh, out there right now is saying. What's wrong with the Star Wars holiday special? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. Drugs do exist. That is, <laughs> you know. Seek help and, from you. And when you do something like the Star Wars holiday special, which we did, you know, it, it was it was easily mockable. But I think if people listen, they would see that it's just Jared and Delvin having fun. And in no way did we ever say this thing. Well, we implied that it sucks, but we never really <laughs> said. <laughs> But, you know, uh, it, it is there, there's those kind of things that we do like that are definitely few and far between. And I'm glad about that, too. But, yeah, treat everything like it's somebody's favorite thing and you can't go wrong. That's my yeah. advice. I think that's good. I think that's good. All right. Last uh, thing. I asked John this. So this is our last question. We'll wrap up. Here. I told you we get in about an hour. We started a little bit late, but we we're, we're at the 55 minute mark. So I'm going to go around Delvin um, in all of our various shows. What do you think we should try to accomplish as we head toward 1,000. You can always push towards more comic books. A lot of the genre that, besides Auburn football, it's it's more movie-related. That's true. Uh, and, of course, I'm biased, uh, having collected comic books now for <laughs> 35 years, uh, that, like, I, I think that there is definitely a, a market, even if you just, uh, it, it was just a periodical show where you tapped in and out of, uh, um some comic book genre and it could be just directly uh, niche related like James Bond or some of the things we covered or we could just go and branch out into something entirely different but I know that people will listen to it because you have a great following you know I did start um, that uh, comics of 1977 show during the pandemic and then when work came back I kind of had to set it aside because it, I had a lot less time all of a sudden and I've, I've, I was just telling my wife the other day, I said, we look back at the, we're going to look back at 2020 and the pandemic and the sheltering in place and all that. And so much of this is horrible and horrible. But honestly, I kind of enjoy being home there for, for a few weeks. It's terrible. It's terrible. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. But there was some, there was, you know, you try to make the best of a bad situation. And, you know, we got to do some shows we might not have otherwise done and stuff. So, you know. It certainly made things simpler. It's like, well... Since I got time to do this, exactly. Why not do this? <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, making the best of a bad. Yeah, uh, Jason, what should we try to do, in your opinion, over the next five hundred shows? I don't have a specific show or genre for you to follow. I think the one lesson that I've taken away from this uh, is just if you like it, do it. Mm. You know, I think that there's a. I, I don't worry about whether or not specific listeners are going to like what we put out. Um, you know, action film face off is a good example. When we first started doing that, I mean, it was basically Jared and I talking to each other for an hour. And then we started getting comments and followers. And at one point we made a joke cause we had like one female listener. So it was, the joke was like, Let, we got to keep this one female <laughs> listener. She's a hundred percent of our female audience. And, and then we started getting comments like, no, I listen to the show, too. I listen to the show, too. And and it's like, OK, there are people out there and they start. If you're real and you're passionate, 
the followers, the listeners will find you. And that's the, you know, if you want to do the Mandalorian, if you're passionate about the Mandalorian, you're going to find people that are going to listen to you. If you want to do, you know, Avatar, the last airbender, people are going to find you. If you want to do a star Wars holiday special, well, okay, maybe that's a little too far. But <laughs> it's too far. the point being is that there's somebody out there that's going to listen to you. And at the end of the day, I mean, I, I try to keep it simple. I don't worry about how many people are following it or how are we doing compared to this other podcast. It's it's like it's Thursday night. It's time for Jared and me to talk about those action films we just watched and have a good time doing it. And the and then your audience will find you. That's the best advice I can give. Good deal. Good deal. Alan, uh, next 500 shows, where should we go? I'm actually going to echo Jason there. I think just keep the passion. Um, talk, don't just, let's not create something just for the sake of creating it. Let's, you know, make sure that we're going to do something that we're passionate about. We want to talk about. It's a great example. You know, it's something new. We can take up something we did once and spin it off. Uh, the driving movies is another thing. You know, we ended up where we couldn't talk about racing for six months. We spun it off into talking about racing movies. Um, you know, I, I think just find those things. Jared and I have already started some text messages in about what are we going to do when we get to the end of the, the Bond soundtracks. And we're spinning up a few ideas of what we can do around that. So, you know, I, I think it's keeping the passion, um, finding new things to talk about. And also maybe exploring the things we're talking about in a little bit more depth. You know, we started talking about Bond movies, then we went into Bond music. Now we're talking about the Bond video games. Uh, Delvey mentioned about the comics. Jared and I have had some conversations around doing something around Bond artwork, the art side of Bond. I think there's still a lot to explore in the areas that we want, but we, we want to talk about, but also make sure that we're spotting those opportunities, new things to talk about that we're passionate about, like the Mandalorian. So, yeah, just, I guess, bottom line, just keep the passion. Yeah, I think that's good. Absolutely. All right, Jared, last stop, and we'll wrap up here. What? Uh, where? Where should we go, Mister Idea Man? Ghostbusters. <laughs> All Ghostbusters. I love the Ghostbusters, man. Twenty-four, twenty-four hour Ghostbusters channel, huh? <laughs> There's a lot of Ghostbuster material out there now. There it is. <laughs> it's true. More to come. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, but uh, echoing what uh, everybody else has said, I don't have anything specific in mind, no specific program. I think we need, we should keep doing what we're doing, let the ideas come naturally, and most of all, focus on that positivity. Focus on giving people things to listen to and enjoy uh, in, in, a, in a world that sometimes seems really, really divided. You know, we just come here and, and show people what it's like to just be friends, and I think that's important. That's it. Very good. I think, yeah, I think that, um, I think that when I look back at our, at the 500 episodes of all these different shows that we've done over these years, it's, 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 it's been, it's been talking about interesting topics, but it's also been spending an hour or so with friends just chatting. And, and I think that when that's genuine, people can tell and they enjoy it. And I think that's one of the main things we've all done is that we're buddies and it's a genuine thing. And I'm like, you know, I hardly, I hardly ever have any notes or anything on most of the stuff that, that I do because I know that we'll just have a good conversation. I'm not going to have to worry about it, really. You know, I don't have to structure it so much just because I know that we all kind of know each other and, and, can, and can flow and, and have, a good, have a good time. And I think people respond to that. So um, very good. We've gotten some good uh, comments, by the way. Um, uh, Jacob Fleming is, is, is checking in. 
Michael Gordon said, congrats on 500, and, and said, thanks for being keeping it positive, which I thought was, was good. And, that and means, Joseph, means a lot to us. Yeah, and Joseph says, you guys produce a great mix of solid, serious content and not taking anything too seriously. Keep it up. Well, that's awesome. Really appreciate that. And, oh, and, and uh, Keto Canis says, did not know I'd wake up and be blessed with this gym. <laughs> Clearly... Uh, talking about uh, needing help, I don't know if we, <laughs> this is a gym, but it's certainly been been fun. It's like being at the gym, maybe. I'm not sure, but uh, I love the podcast, guys, and put some faces with the voices. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, I did think of one specific thing that needs to happen in the next 500 episodes. What is that? I've talked about it with Delvin, and we need to we need one episode of the AU Wishbone that you and John take off, and Delvin and I run it. We were going to call it the Koi and Vance episode. Of the AU wish, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I get that. Just like reference. with the Dukes of Hazard, so deep Dukes of Hazard cut. <laughs> that is a deep, deep. That's... We we have. I don't know if I've ever told you that, man, but Delvin and I have laughed about that behind the scenes, like what we yeah. would do and, <laughs> and how we would run it. Uh, the Glenn uh, Vance episode, ladies and gentlemen. That would be like assistant editors' month at Marvel that time, right? <laughs> Where they took over. <laughs> I think I think to to round out the bit, Jared, we'd have to have Van come up with some segment for that week for like the Eagle. The Eagle, yeah, Van's <laughs> gonna do the Eagle bit. The Eagle bit. Which is I be. think being taken over by Robo Gus, maybe on a permanent basis. <laughs> Robo Gus was pretty funny. That's I, that last one, absolutely. John and I were on the floor. We were just loving that. That's great. So okay. I appreciate that. I All right, guys. It. All right. We're good. We've done our bit, I think. Uh, Let everybody get back to your uh, Sundays. I know you guys got a show coming up soon anyway. You probably need to take a break for a minute. So thank you all so much, not just for coming on today, but for everything you do for our shows. You guys are so appreciated, more than I can ever say. So, all right, we're going to rock it out of here, and uh, we'll see you guys down the road. This has been a White Rocket Entertainment production.